Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm William. I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons. And today we are covering Artificer Battlesmith. One, two, Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How you doing? I'm ready to fight. Are Are you now? In a magic kind of way. In a in a brainy kind of way. Because our artificers are notably notably intelligent. Yes, and they're gonna tinker, 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 tanker. Yeah, absolutely. The tinker, tanker. The tinker, That's tanker. That's a good artificer. Yeah, I I like that. Ah. Okay. So uh, the last time we spoke about this class, the artificer was in 2019. That That's, can't be true. That's the last time we talked about this class in any type of like. Big capacity. Pre-virus? Pre-virus. Whoa. This is both a testament to how long the Dungeon Cast has been running and the as- absolute disrespect we seem to show this class. It's a little intimidating, <laughs> honestly. It is a little intimidating. And the artifi- or the Artificer is a pretty cool class. Uh, we should talk about it more. And so we're going to. And thus I, William Alexander Stark, hereby dub the summer of 2022 as the summer of the Artificer. Oh, sick. We're going to do Artificer episodes every month this summer. This will, of course, work in tandem with our Year of the Fiend. So let's get <laughs> yes, into it. Yes, I'm into this. This is good. We're going to learn how to build shit. Absolutely. Starting with the roughest and toughest subclass of the Artificer, the Battlesmith. Let me just lay down an, uh, not only the Artificer, but Artificer and Artificer. <laughs> oh, the so, Artificer. All you fucking... So, okay, this is how... I, let me just quell all you fucking nerds. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so I I used to be Artificer. Um, I, I'm now I'm on team artificer because I realize that artificer has the, it's in the same subgroup as the word artificial, mm-hmm, okay. so artificial artificer. Yes. So that, okay. that track that's, so that's where my brain's at right now. Uh, so I don't know if I have a right or wrong, but that's just where my brain's we at. We have to appease the people that say artificial. Those people exist. I want to shake this table so oh, bad. Oh gosh! Sometimes. All right. Ah! Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Back to the artificer. Um, armies require protection, and someone has to put things back together if defenses fail. A combination of protector and medic, a battlesmith is an expert at defending others and repairing both material and personnel. To aid in their work, battlesmiths are usually accompanied by a steel defender, a protective companion of their own creation. Many soldiers tell stories of nearly dying before being saved by a battlesmith and a steel defender. 
Battlesmiths play a key role in House Caneth's work on battle constructs in the original Warforge. Remember, artificers are officially uh, part of the Eberron setting. So a lot of this is going to be very tied into Eberron-specific stuff, like the, was it, Ten Houses? Yeah, the Dragonmarked Houses. The Dragonmarked Houses, uh, yeah. And the Warforge specifically. So like the robots and trains and and I guess flying dinosaurs, those are all things in Eberron. Are flying dinosaurs a thing in Eberron? That certainly is on some the of the cover. Art. Okay, yeah. interesting. Uh, maybe we'll get to that one day. <clears throat> I mean, uh, there's a dinosaur on the on the regular art cover. It's like a fucking raptor. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. So after the last war, which is not like the last war, but it's also the last war, but it's supposed to be like the last war. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> these artificers led efforts to aid those who are injured in the war's horrific battles. So. Do you remember the last war? Do you mean the one we just fought, or do you the mean one like that's supposed the, to be the final do you one? You mean the one called the last war? <laughs> exactly. Um, so when you choose this subclass, I believe you. Oh fuck! I want to say you choose at a level three with this class. Uh, I think let me, so. Let me look. I I did build it. Today. But I, and now I'm like shit. But the wizard chooses at level two. Is, is you know what? Which what's this one? Uh, um, yeah, I want to think it's level three. But when you do take Battlesmith, uh, you gain tool proficiency. So when you adopt a specialization at third level. Oh, that, okay. you, you did it. <laughs> yeah. You, did you it. gain proficiency with Smith's tools. Okay. If you already have this proficiency, you gain proficiency with one other type of artisan's tool of your choice, which is like, well, why wouldn't you just use Smith's tools? Because that, that way we get two. Yeah, okay. Um, Battlesmith spells. Starting at third level, you always have certain spells prepared after you reach particular levels in this class, as shown in the Battlesmith spells table. These spells count as artifice. Oh, I did it. I, I went the <laughs> other way. Artificer spells for you, but they don't count against the number of artificer spells you prepare. Battlesmith smells. So here they are. So, artificial level. At third level, you get heroism and shield. At fifth level, you get branding, smite, and warding bond. Ninth level, you get Aura of Vitality and Conjure Barrage. At 13th level, you get Aura of Purity and Fire Shield. And at 17th level, you get Banishing Smite and Mass Cure Wounds. Ooh, that's that. It gets more potent as you go, huh? I guess yeah, definitely. Although 17th level is very high. <laughs> yeah. And those spells, though, being good. What kind of monster are you out there on the battlefield at level 17? <laughs> Indeed, you know? yeah. Absolutely volatile. So the first feature you get as a Battlesmith is called Battle Ready. When you reach third level, your combat training and your experience with magic have paid off in two ways. You gain proficiency with martial weapons. And when you attack with a magic weapon, you can use your intelligence modifier instead of strength or dexterity modifier for the attack and damage rolls. That's cool. I like the lore on that. The the subtle lore on this is that you probably shouldn't be fighting anyone at level one and two because you're a squishy little wizard bastard. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Neat. Um, you also get another feature of level three called Steel Defender. Your tinkering has borne you a faithful companion, a steel defender. It is friendly to you and your companions, and it obeys your commands. See this creature's game statistics. Actually, I, I, oh, I just realized something. So I, I copied and pasted the, the stat block onto the um, the, the notes. notes. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. that isn't going to translate on the teleprompter, so you're going to have to pull it up. Yeah, I, I got it. Okay. So see this creature's game statistics in the Steel Defender stat block, which uses your proficiency bonus in several places. You determine the creature's appearance, and whether it has two legs or four, your choice has no effect on its game statistics, so it looks the way you want. In combat, the defender shares your initiative count, but it takes its turn immediately after yours. It can move and use its reaction on its own, but the only action it takes on its turn is the dodge action, unless you take a bonus action on your turn to command it. To take another action, the action can be one in its stat block or some other action. If you are incapacitated, the defender can take any action of its choice, just not just dodge. 
That's cool. <clears throat> this is a lot like the, the Beastmaster. Yes. If the Mending Spell is cast on it, it regains 2d6 hit points. Ooh. If it has died within the last hour, you can use your Smith's Tools as an action to revive it, provided you are within 5 feet of it and, you're expend, and you expend a spell slot of first level or higher. The Still Defender returns to life after one minute with all its hit points restored. So it only takes an action to, to do it, but it takes a minute for it to actually like restart. <clears throat> yeah, because the mending spell takes one minute to cast, right? That's what this says here. Oh, well, yeah, that would be it then. Well, no, no, the mending spell is for healing. This is, it takes yeah. an action to revive it if it's oh, down. Oh, on that one. But it yeah, takes yeah, yeah. a minute for it to, for all its hit points to be restored. Yeah, uh, it, it can be misleading because a lot of cantrips are, uh, you know, one turn worth of action economy. Yeah. Where this is 10 turns worth of action economy yeah. to do a mending. So you actually need to be in like a probably out of combat scenario to actually heal your To, to your make that worth it for sure, yeah. At the end of a long rest, you can create a new still defender if you have your smith's tools with you if you already have a still defender from this feature the first one immediately perishes the defender also perishes if you die it's that meme where andy is dropping woody to play with buzz he's like, i don't want to play with you anymore <laughs> basically yes <laughs> um did you want to read the stat block for the still defender no just kidding oh okay i was like dang <laughs> <laughs> steel defender is a medium construct with armor class of 15 natty HP is 2 plus your intelligence modifier plus 5 times your artificer level. The defender has a number of hit <clears> dice. Uh, it's going to be D8s equal to your artificer level. Spe uh, speed is 40 feet. Strength is 14 or plus 2. Dex is 12 plus 1. Con is 14 plus 2. Intelligence is 4 minus 3. What a dumb, <laughs> dumb robot. Wisdom is 10 plus 0. And charisma is 6 minus 2. What a dumb, unappealing I robot. Mean, it's it's... It's a robot. It's, it's going to save your life. <laughs> I mean, it's got a four intelligence. That's about as smart as a dog. I mean, we can't compare this thing to RoboCop, you know? No, definitely not. RoboCop fucks. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he does, but okay. <laughs> Saving throws. <laughs> Dex plus one plus uh, PB, which is peanut butter. Just kidding. It's proficiency bonus. Constitution <laughs> is plus two plus peanut butter. Skills is athletics plus two plus peanut butter. And perception is plus zero plus peanut butter times two. It's a lot of math. It's a lot of Did butter. You just spit at me. Uh, yeah, athletics is plus two plus proficiency. Perception plus zero plus proficiency times two. So it's your proficiency times two. Okay. Uh, damage immunity to poison because it is a robot. Condition immunity is charmed, exhaustion, or poison because robot. Uh, senses dark vision sixty feet because everything has dark vision. Why not this robot? Well, also oh, okay, hold on. The proficiency times two. That's actually pretty good perception. Like at level uh, level three, it's only going to yeah, be it's like a, a plus fucking four. plus six, right? Well, or you know, plus, plus four, plus but, two, yeah. but yeah, as you get up to once you have like a plus four proficiency, that's a plus eight. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. It's pretty damn it good. Scales harder than than everything else. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dark vision because everything's got it. Passive perception is ten plus plus peanut butter times two. Proficiency <laughs> bonus times two. So same thing with the regular perception here. Languages. Uh, I want. Is that like a scanning the battlefield? It can be if uh, you want it to be. Uh, language. <laughs> it understands language you speak. You can't program it to. Do the things that would be cool. Things. Like, okay, let's say you're an elf, so you program it to only understand elven, so no one else can can talk to it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I mean, it that. says it speaks all the languages that you speak, so I wonder if it's more like a uh, psychic sort of link, I or guess if you just so. like programmed all the languages. I thought my thing it. was cooler. Your thing is cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am C3PO, human cyborg relations. I speak everything. <laughs> Challenges uh, proficiency bonus for the challenge rating. That's weird that they even felt to put that. I disagree with that. So it's challenge rating is a two challenge rating. 
It starts off as a two challenge rating. Yeah, yeah, but, I guess it would. But it would probably only start with like 21 HP. It can't be a two challenge rating with 21 HP and 15 armor. HP is two plus intelligence modifier plus five times your artificer level. So, okay, so three times five is 15. And let's say you have a plus four that's six. So that's 21. Yeah, yeah. So um, they, that, that's just blatantly inaccurate unless it's doing massive damage. Let's see. Okay. Uh, actions, force, or vigilant. The defender can't be surprised. Oh, that's going to buff the challenge rating right there. Actions, <laughs> force, empowered, rend. Melee weapon attack, your spell attack modifier to hit with a reach of five feet. One mm -hmm. target you can see. It's going to hit for 1d8 plus peanut butter. Force damage. <laughs> it's, okay. That's pretty straightforward. So d8 plus two. Uh, repair three times a day. The magical mechanisms inside the defender restore 2d8 plus proficiency bonus hit points okay. to itself or to one construct or object within five feet of it. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, that's cool. Three that's times cool, a day. but that ain't challenge rating too. Mm, a little bit of healing goes a long yeah. way in 5e. That fire snake we talked about in the Salamander episode was challenge rating one, so it's like two of those. Hey, you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, reaction. It uh, can deflect attack. The defender imposes disadvantage on the attack roll of one creature can see within five feet of it, provided the attack roll is against a creature other than the defender. So it, it can help protect you by standing next to you. Yeah. And you can send it to help protect someone who's dying by standing next to him. Yeah. So what's the thing you say about challenge rating kind of uh, being a sliding scale when it comes to mobs? Mm. Oh, I know. okay. So like, like a challenge rating three monster is like a Boss at the low levels, a uh, mini boss at the mid levels, and a mob at the high levels. Is that well, what you mean? I think I think in more in terms with like the headless horseman monster. What was that mm -hmm. one called? The, uh, the Dulahan. Um, the Dulahan could summon the little mini skulls, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So the mini skulls had like a. I remember there being like a challenge rating sort of discrepancy with them, and being like that seems low, and it's like well, it's inherently tied to the challenge rating of the. Of the boss creature that summons them in a way. Right, the dual hunt was a challenge rating 10. So, like, those little skulls were, like, low challenge rating, like, between 1 and 3, probably. Yeah, they were, like, between half and 2. We've come up with... We've talked about this before, where, like, hmm. the challenge rating of the the subs subsequent creatures that are going to join in on an encounter, mm -hmm. there's something about it. I can't remember what it is that we say about it that, like... I don't know. You've talked about it a couple times. Yeah. Either way, though, the, the still defender, it's not a challenge rating two creature. It just isn't. It doesn't do damage. It's HP and it's AC are low. It has great supporting abilities, but like supporting abilities don't a challenge rating make. So. Yeah. It's got, I mean, it's got immunities. It's got. Yeah. It's useful. Immunities. It is useful. Like if this was a challenge rating one, I mean, I would be like, okay, that sounds right enough. It sounds more accurate. Yeah. And, and maybe the challenge rating, uh, you know, is gonna scale a lot better at higher levels where their proficiency bonus is higher because a lot of these abilities are gonna scale but the damage uh damage isn't scaling the way it should no it's at most at level 20 it'll be a plus six i would, I would say yeah this is not this is not the greatest thing ever 15 yeah. ac isn't it's a it's a it's a great support thing it's an it's an awesome feature i just and i know we're basically getting up in arms about a, a single line of text that really doesn't matter i know but it's right? just annoying and dumb well the other thing that it doesn't list on here that this is doing is mm -hmm. drawing heat off of an encounter from you to like this robot and your party members. So yeah, exactly. That is incredibly useful. You're incredibly setting up useful. your opponent's turns. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it, it, the challenge rating thing is a little weird. It's always been a little weird. Right. So at level five, you get your next feature, uh, extra attack. You can attack twice rather than once whenever you take an attack action on your turn. 
Um, at ninth level, you get a feature called Arcane Jolt. At ninth level, you learn new ways to channel arcane energy to harm or heal. When either you hit a target with a magic weapon attack or your still defender hits a target, you can channel magical energy through the strike to create one of the following effects. The target takes an extra 2d6 force damage. Um, choosing one creature or object you can see within 30 feet of the target, healing energy flows into a chosen recipient, storing 2d6 hit points to it. Uh, you can use this energy a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier, uh, but you can do so no more than once on a turn. You regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. So I almost picture like this, like I keep picturing like a dog creature and like you can channel magic to make its bite do more damage or you can channel magic to make like a healing a healing beam pop up out of its back and like blast one of your allies. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I pictured an energy drink that you crack called Arcane Jolt. Ooh. You, you TM, 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 TM. <laughs> you, you suck it down and you can use the energy it gives you to do Arcane Jolt brought, brought to you by Dungeon Cast and you just see me <laughs> drinking it on the show. Straight out of Eberron. It's Arcane Jolt. <laughs> Get some fucking magic arching out of your back. <laughs> I love it. At 15th level, um, you get a feature called Improved Defender. Your Arcane Jolt and Steel Defender become more powerful. You go from the 8-ounce to the 16-ounce <laughs> Arcane exactly, Jolt. Absolutely. The extra damage and the healing of your Arcane Jolt uh, both increase to 46. Your Steel Defender gains a plus 2 bonus to your armor class, so that would put it, what, at 17? Um, yeah. Whenever your Steel Defender uses its Deflect attack, the attacker takes Force Damage equal to 1d6 plus your Intelligence modifier. Okay, and so it is scaling it, better it, than a it, little I thought bit. it would. There's, see, that's the thing, though. Like, we had to use features to make it scale, and that means that your features didn't give you other things. Yeah, this should be scaling, like, with its own chart. Like right, its own character like, table. We shouldn't, yeah. So yeah, at level, level 15, fifteen is how long it took to do that little bit of bonus. Yeah, so at level fifteen, you get a feature that just boosts your defender to kind of where your defender probably should have been by level time. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's a. I'll say this: the flavor is excellent. This is a really cool, juicy, flavorful class. I would very much be interested in playing one, and who knows? Maybe it plays a lot better than these few minor annoyances i think it does dictate. play better than what it looks like on yeah. paper it almost it feels like that way a lot right so you you built a character i did and i'm going to build a character live with my bare hands but we're going to do both after a short rest okay shout out to team of shout out to shout out to shout out to Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. We've returned. Indeed we have. Welcome home, everyone. Yeah, welcome home. Welcome to the Dungeon. Is this home? home? I mean, I guess it's... Yeah, it is home. I've talked about this before, welcome how home. some podcasts feel like home, and yes. home is a feeling. Home is a feeling. You are correct. Home is a feeling. Welcome to the <laughs> character creation portion of this episode where we build stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be going first. Welcome to Harrigan verse. We're back. We're back, guys. Sick rhyme. It's rabbits all the way down. It's rabbits all the way down. There's so many. There's going to be so many after this year. All right. So you built a Harrigan battlesmith. Um, Named Smith Battlegon, the artificer Harrigan. Okay, great. Great. Strength is eight minus one. Dex is sixteen plus three. Constitution is fourteen plus two. Intelligence is fourteen plus two. Wisdom is ten plus zero, and charisma is thirteen plus one. This is designed to be the most defensive build I could think of and whip together. Okay, so high dex, high con, high intelligence. Yeah, the things we need to yeah. be a defender out I like of the board. It. Not a lot of strength going on. Don't ask me to unbolt that stucky bolt. Thing. Yeah, got uh, my AC is 13. That seems kind of low. Did I equip my stuff? Probably not. Uh, I'm going to my inventory and I'm going to equip my animated shield and my armor of cold resistance, bringing me up to a 19. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So my animated shield is a, a cool item that so usually we put magic items on our on our our folks here. So I'll st- I'm kind of going out of order what I normally would do, but we usually end with this type of stuff. But I'll start because defense is Smith's whole vibe. I okay. want to protect myself, my robot, and anyone around me. Okay, sounds uh, good. So this is my you very are a rare. defender first and foremost. My, what is your what does your uh, defender look like? Do you know? Uh, it's like me, but big, a big <laughs> rabbit, a large heron gone. I don't think the, the defender can be large. I think it has to be medium. Uh, a jack- is, there, is just a robot version of you? It's a jackrabbit. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Jackrabbit me. A giant jackrabbit. I am a snow I'm a snow uh snow rabbit. Oh nice. I was gonna say uh yeah, no, yeah, I'm a snow rabbit and then uh jackrabbit for is that, are jackrabbits they're mostly like desert creatures, right? Um yeah, we have jackrabbits out here. They're they're mostly just really fast, is the yes, deal. They are yeah. very fast. Yeah. Um but they're they're are they more 
you don't see them in like tundra, right? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, I think we're both snow rabbits then. Okay, cool. Um, well, I mean, Luffy, one looks like a robot though, right? One looks like a metal robot. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, I also have this cool shield though. Let me talk about that first. While mm. holding the shield, you can speak its command word as a bonus action to cause it to animate. The shield leaps into the air and hovers in your space to protect you as if you were wielding it, leaving your hands free. The sh- I can work on my robot. The shield remains animated for one minute until you use a bonus action to end the effect or until you are incapacitated or die, at which point the shield falls to the ground or into your hand if you have one free. Uh, and then my other item that I want to awesome. have on is the armor of cold resistance half plate. It's just half plate that resists cold. There you have it. Um, all right. Oh, wait. I have to tune it. No, there we go. There we go. Okay. Uh, I need to attune this one as well. I'm, in case anyone uh, is wondering, I am a little quiet. I am slight, silently building some of my character as you're talking, but I'm listening. No, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> Will's gonna mostly build his character live. So let's get into the uh, the features and, and traits, right? Or where, where should I go next, Will? Do you think? Um, I took animal handling as a skill since it's right here. I'll just start there, and you tell me where to go next. Investigation, okay. perception, sleight of hand, and. Uh, Survival, I have disadvantage on stealth because of me halfies, me half platesies. Um, I have uh, intelligence saving throw and constitution saving throw selected here. My initiative is now plus six because of my hair and gone features. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you already did all your, all your features and traits? Then I would do your... Uh, well, okay. yeah, we the class features are there, right? We already covered those. Yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about like... So artificers get like magical infusions. Which ones of those did you pick? Ah, uh, yes. So is that going to be like lower down on here? Uh, oh, it might be under items then. It might be in inventory. Inventory. Maybe. No. Infusions. Oh, there oh, we go. There we go. All so, right. Yeah, we figured it to out. To get to your infusion. This is our first artificer in a long time. So if you. To get 2019, to folks. Yeah. <laughs> you get to infusions. You go to inventory and then there is a button in D&D Beyond that says infusions on it. So I took armor of magical strength. The wear, and I think you get them every two levels, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, the wearer can yes. spend a charge to add its intelligence modifier to strength check or strength saving throws. It's going to kind of help cover me there because I had dump strength. Uh, as a reaction, when it would be knocked prone, the wearer can expend a charge to not be knocked prone. Uh, boots of the winding path. As a bonus action, you can teleport up to 15 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. I'm going to be moving a lot. As my Harangon, I believe, also gets some extra movement as a bonus. Uh, I, I probably can't stack that then. You must have occupied that space at some point during the current turn. So you can kind of tell a path back, uh, boots of the winding path, right? You can just kind of like go back to where you were. Yeah. Repulsion shield. You gain a plus one bonus to your armor class while wielding the shield. While holding it, the wielder can use a reaction immediately after being hit by a melee attack to expend one of the shield's charges and push the attacker up to 15 feet away. I wonder if this stacks with my magic item. I thought it might, but now I'm thinking maybe it won't. Um, does it say you have to enchant a, a non-magic item? You gain a plus, plus one bonus to your armor class while wielding the shield. It doesn't say that specifically. Because usually your infusions is something that you're adding onto an item. Yeah, no item infused. So I was supposed to add this to an item I have then. Okay, can, is there, can you do it there on the... Um, Yeah, I would have to create infusion, right? Okay, so I yeah, click go ahead on and create it. it. Um, yeah, so let's see if I can just infuse this shield right now. 
shoes, a shield. Yeah, I think it has to be uh, a regular shield. So this kind of doesn't stack well with what, no, what it I doesn't. chose here. Because the idea here is that you're not looking for magic uh, items to put you're on making them. You're making them. Yeah. Okay, so I'd probably drop my uh, my floating shield to do a shield, to infuse one and kind of get rid of that magic item there, even though it's really cool. Um, resistant armor grants resistance of chosen damage type to the creature wearing armor, which I already did with my magic. I went classic character creation route, which is normally we pick the magic items, but it's kind of a, it's kind of <laughs> it's bad. kind of a moot point. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Just use regular items. Uh, I took replicate magic item for the lantern of revealing, uh, using this infusion, you can replicate a particular magic item. You can learn this infusion multiple times. Each time you do so, choose a magic item that you can make with it, picking from the replicable items tables. Our table title tells you the level you must be in the class to choose an item from the table. And then I also took enhanced defense. You gain a plus one bonus to armor class while mm -hmm. wearing armor or wielding shield of the infused item. So I think my AC is actually higher than 19. Or maybe not, because uh, I well, do if you have enhance your arm, yeah, yeah. So it's actually still will be nineteen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, is your armor magical? Uh, the armor is magical. Okay, yeah. then yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, but the bonuses I picked will still make my AC. It would be seventeen without the uh, the stuff, right? Yeah, so, yeah, or, it would be or sixteen. Yeah. So I'm and besides, you can use those infusions AC. to uh, enhance your your allies instead of yourself. Right. So the the idea here is to like make everyone's AC a lot higher, though. That's like the. <laughs> The, until the DM, to do with the until the DM just adjusts to it, since everyone's higher, all the enemies start doing more damn more. Uh, yeah, more hit. plus to attack yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Or like they throw more enemies at you, and like, yeah, yeah it's, I mean you can take it. They, they we buy bulletproof vests. They buy armor piercing rounds. <laughs> I've been saying that a lot lately. <laughs> what, what movie is that from? Uh, Bat, the Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Or it's at the end of um, the first one of those. Batman Batmans. Begins. Yeah, Batman oh, Begins. Oh, wow, okay. And they, he's like, uh, we've got a new guy on the scene. He leaves a calling card. And it's the Joker card. <laughs> okay, for sure. Yeah. Um, so Smith Battlegon is uh, a Herringon artificer that mm -hmm. uh, started uh, building items out of necessity for, like, you know these how detrimental it can be to live in the tundra of the Forgotten Realms or whatever D&D &D world there's giants there's remorazes there's white dragons we got to defend ourselves and igloos just ain't doing it okay for sure snow hovels not good enough no we need definitely not we need weapons and machines we need uh we need a soldier that can weather the cold uh expanse of the tundra and go out and save people that are lost and stuff like that okay so okay. i'm basically the snow dog of you know i'm what are those big the same i'm the saint bernard of the alps uh, that are to, that are your you. steel defender is yeah my steel defender is but i'm yeah. probably riding the steel defender okay sure um medium on medium action baby <laughs> i took the medium hang on uh, well you could be small I, I know I could. Okay. I didn't fine. really want to be. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I want to be I want to be a little bigger. Yeah. Uh and yeah, Smith has moved through life like collecting scraps and like hobbling together like whatever information and uh pieces of equipment they can to bolster the defenses of not only themselves but those around them. Uh yeah, that's that's Smith Battlegone. I like Professor it. Yeah, sounds fun.
You ready for you ready for my guy? Yeah, sorry for the sloppy. Like it'll be better on the next one. My, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of practice with artifice, artificers by the end of the summer. Yeah, so spells like I don't know. The spells are kind of they kind of take care of themselves. Like yeah, with this with the like the static spells you get as the battlesmith. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just kind of stack spells on that are in line with my character's ideals and beliefs, which is to protect those around them. Uh, inherently into fixing stuff. Uh, likes to unco- they like to uncover secrets too. That's why I took that revealing lantern okay. and like looking for shit in the night and like trying to figure out like you know tr- a little bit of tracking, a little bit of this and that. Um, yeah, I took the survival skill on purpose for that sleight of hand to make things like easy to do. Um, perception, investigation. I went with that kind of route. Animal handling because I am an animal. I handle myself, baby. <laughs> okay, I mean sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we ready to make this character semi live over here? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so my character's name is going to be Tink the Tank. He is a Goliath. He's a big boy. He is a tinker, but he is also a tank. And he comes from a line of Goliath, like inventors and scientists. And his parents worked for the government. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, the government. Well, the the government of whatever goddamn Eberron. Now, Will, a Goliath is uh, traditionally not uh, the type of race that passes down information like. Yeah, well, this is my world. We do things a little differently here. I love it. Fuck yeah. And this one, Goliath are good parents. (laughs) Goliath. Don't, um, babe, don't climb that rock. Fuck, but, uh, you'll die. But unfortunately, Tink's parents died in a horrible experimental accident when uh, the rival government that they were working against attacked their secret facility. Damn. So, government on government crime. Yeah, absolutely. So Tink the Tank uh, basically grew up with vengeance in his heart. <laughs> <laughs> and now he serves He serves in the military as um, kind of a legend. Like So Tink doesn't talk much. Um, but God damn, is he tanker strong and not Tink the talker. Exactly. <laughs> but God damn, is he strong and he will show up in some of the hottest, uh, uh, bits of action in, in the war and defend teams or come, come to, to, to the rescue. Okay. And so let's go over it. Uh, as a Goliath, he's a natural athlete. He is uh proficient in athletics. He has stones endurance, so he can occasionally shrug off damage. When he takes damage, he can use the reaction to roll a d12, add your con mod, and reduce the damage in total. He's got powerful build. He counts as one size, one size larger when determining his carrying capacity and weight. He can push, drag, or lift. And mountain-born, he is resistant to cold, and he's acclimated to high altitudes, including elevations of 20,000 feet. Um, yeah. Fuck the cold on this episode of the Dungeon Cast. Absolutely. Um, We're building so our way around. Proficiencies, it. I chose Arcana Slide of Hand and Alchemist Supplies because, you know, he is a medic, so he's out here, like, doing healing potions and right. stuff. Um, you're the you're the St. Bernard of the Swiss Alps. <laughs> I Coming to rescue people. Absolutely. Um, let me see here. Is there anything? I got the Smith's proficiency. You know, I have all the Battlesmith stuff we talked about. Oh, feet. I took Heavy Armor Master. So you can use armor to deflect strikes that would kill others. You gain the following benefits. Plus one is strength. While you're wearing heavy armor, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage you take from non-magical attacks is reduced by three. Cool. So he's, yeah. he's just tanking it We're out both here. going defensive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for spells, I haven't chosen them yet, so let's do that. Let's see here. Uh, we'll start with cantrips. I get two. Mending's obvious for my um, Steel Defender. Right. Um, which I haven't decided what this should look like. You got any ideas? Uh just another Goliath. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, absolutely not. What about a St. Bernard? Um, 
maybe he lost his dog in the same accident and killed his parents, so it's like a replica oh. of his old dog. Some which Batman is, shit. Which is totally a St. Bernard. Yeah, it's a St. Bernard. It's that's same, yeah. that's actually <laughs> fucking cool because St. Bernards are huge, so it looks like a normal-sized dog next to you. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly right. But you get up close and you're like, oh, fuck, some I big think, boys. I think I'm going to choose uh, dancing lights because I actually I picture them as like flashlight drones. That float around and help him find like the wounded on the battlefield. Damn, we're building the same character again. <laughs> kind of, but no, it's different enough. I think. Okay. Yeah, you're tall. <laughs> I'm tall and I have a tragic backstory. <laughs> um, I built two of myself. <laughs> uh, you did. Uh, let's see here. Detect magic. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. Um, I already have heroism. I mean, there's a lot of classic spell wizard spells at your disposal here. Yeah, I'm just trying to see. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, on the battlefield. Well, if you're in detecting magic, would be Featherfall. I'm not in the mountains. I'm just. I'm from the mountains. Okay, there's a difference. I mean, Featherfall is still cool. Featherfall is still cool. I'm not going to choose it though. Um, Um, Man, none of these are sanctuary. That's a pretty cool spell. What does sanctuary do? You ward a creature <laughs> within range against attack. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. And I feel safe. The creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. So, um, yeah, excellent. I put up magical shields around people that I'm trying to save. Okay, you could put up regular shields, too, like a, the shield spell for you. Yeah, I already have that one. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Um, and then for level two, I get one more spell, so I'm going to choose a level two spell. Um, ooh, I kind of like heat metal. Uh, pyrotechnic. Ooh, you could make your you could make your uh, your your golem all hot. Oh yeah, okay, heat metal definitely. Go hug that guy. Yeah, go <laughs> go hug that man. Go, go start giving um, that dude doggy kisses. I'm gonna okay. heat you up. And I think uh, we've already gone over the features because uh, I don't want to repeat. Okay, we got to choose stats. So. Oh okay. He already is getting a, a plus three over here to strength. Are you gonna standard or are you gonna point by? I'm point by. I'm a all point. Right. I'm a I point went by kind of guy. Um. See, max it out, so now it's an 18. Strength. Dex, we're leaving low. Constitution, 14. Intelligence, 15. Um, maybe 14. Yeah, because um, you're getting a bonus to that, right? Wisdom, 12. Okay, so he's got two eights. He's got eight charisma and eight dexterity, Oof. which makes sense. He doesn't talk, yeah. and he's big and slow. You're the strong version of me. Yeah, he's strong and smart. I went dex. Yeah, you did. Um so, oh, do you have to take your heavy armor master feat anymore? If you can, I guess it does extra stuff. It does. It does extra yeah. stuff. Why? What do you? What well, do you can't to? you use it with your strength bonus? You can just have it heavy armor and be proficient with it. Um, what do you mean? I'm or sorry. Or is what? that uh, fuck? Is that like uh, what are you talking about? Like the reason you'd pick heavy armor is it's not just strength based; it's class based, huh? Whether you're proficient with it or not. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. My bad. No, you're good. You're not a fighter. Oh. I'm used to Goliaths being like barbarians and fighters. Yeah, he is wearing heavy armor, though. Yeah, but is that because of the feet that allows you to do that? Why? Uh, oh, you're saying that we're not proficient? Is that what or you're are saying? are you or aren't you? I don't know. I chose the feet. You are because gonna... of the feet, but is that a redundancy? Is what I I'm don't know, but okay. it doesn't matter. The feet does a lot of other stuff. I know. Yeah. Okay, so I need... Okay, we want like... Um... He is an orphan. Is there an orphan? Is there an orphan background? Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe you're a folk hero. I, I picked folk hero for mine. No, he's not a folk hero. Although he maybe he's a haunted one. He's seen terrible things, and everyone knows. Everyone knows about his parents, right? He died. So, 
They died after the, he got scared in the yeah. theater from the bats. So those who look into your eyes can see that you face unimaginable horror and that you are no stranger to darkness. So you might they might fear you. Commoners will extend every courtesy and do their utmost to help you. Yeah, this sounds like him. This sounds like <laughs> Tink the Tank for sure. All right. Um, he's also going to get investigation and survival. I can't let what happened to my parents happen to, to you. Anyone else. Yeah. He'll, we'll say he speaks uh, Dwarvish. I don't know. Maybe he works for a Dwarven government. It's from the mountains. The <laughs> yeah. Dwarven. He has to. He has to liaison with the Dwarven government that committed the atrocities against his, gov- sure, his Goliath absolutely. government. Sure, absolutely. And then he can also speak. Wow, I get an exotic language. Um, none of these. Draconic, sim- man. It doesn't sound like way. Undercommon for talking to them under dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I took gnomish for mine to like because um, the gnomes are tinkers as well. All right, here's where we Get find out. From them. Here's where we find out if I can actually wear that armor that I'm trying to wear. Um, I'm not. I'm no magical anything because right. That was magical. my mistake. Um, and I'm proficient. Okay, so yeah. Oh yeah, it looks like I got some. Oh, it's medium armor. Okay, that's what I thought because the feet was already applied here, so you could wear it if okay. you want, right? Uh, oh, but I have no decks. This is bad news, Bears. Half plate. What's half plate? You just have the most shit AC. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tank. You can't have shit AC. But it's spiked armor. I mean, you can have ridiculous con. Um, I have okay con. <laughs> I was picturing it. Okay, well, no, this is okay. This is easily rectified by. That would make a cool shirt. You know how they have like dump stat intelligence shirts and like dump stat strength shirts. Oh, um, yeah, I think I've seen those. You can have like a like a twelve a twelve on your shirt. It just says okay con. Okay, so uh, I, I've changed my feet to heavily armored. I still get that strength increase, and I gain proficiency in heavy armor. So there we go. Now nice. I'm proficient. Okay, okay. So going back to picking my items, add items. Um, again, I'm not picking anything no magical. magical stuff. So all your stuff will but become. But he, he's going to be in full plate because he's tink the tank. And then for weapon, he's going to have a big ass fucking hammer. He has a little hammer for fixing things, but he has a big hammer for breaking things. Does he have a medium hammer for like throwing? Like Thor? Um, yeah, absolutely he does. I'm a man of three hammers. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> oh, why why can I only have light hammers? What? Oh, I guess you're a man of one hammer. I thought I I was proficient in military weapons. You're proficient with martial weapons. Yeah. Yeah, That's I don't what know. I meant. The fuck? Oh, I can have a laser rifle. That's cool. <laughs> what? It's there. I can Why choose it. Why is that there? When did that get there? I don't know. We've been buying a lot of books. Warhammer. Okay, I need a, I, I just typed in the word hammer and didn't show up. Okay, so oh, okay. I have added a warhammer. I believe I added plate mail. I'm wielding both. Um, I have my steel dog. Um, oh, I didn't go over my infusions. I'll go over my infusions right now because now I am viewing my character sheet in D&D Build, uh, D&D Beyond. I see. Um, so let me see here. It was under inventory, right? Infusions? Uh, yeah, inventory infusions. All right, so armor magical strength. So I would do this to my own armor. The wearer can expend a charge to add his intelligence uh, modifier to his strength strength saving throw as a reaction when it would be knocked. Okay, so that's a reaction. Repulsion shield. Oh, I should have given myself a shield. You gain a plus one. A bonus to your armor class when wielding the shield. So I'm not going to go back, but he has the shield. For right, sure. I took that one as well. Returning weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with made with it. Returns to wielder's hand immediately after it used uh, used to make a ranged attack. So that'll be its throwing his throwing hammers. Okay, cool. That will return back to him. Do you know this character from Trigun, Meryl Strife? Uh, yeah, she's I super, barely remember. She's her. got the coats with all the one one 
single bullet loaded pistols. She has like yeah. fucking 30 in each coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking side. about. Can you imagine that being you with all the hammers? Yes. You just like yes, throw hammers exactly, constantly. Yes, absolutely. Like, I don't retrieve hammers. I only throw them. Well, they do come back to me, though. My St. Bernard retrieves them, and so do my magic. So I have uh, I have replicate magic item gloves of thievery. So those like increase my sleight of hand checks and stuff because cool. I don't have great decks. Um, I have a lantern of revealing, which uh, does whatever that yeah, does. I took that one as well. And then I have the spell refueling ring. So Oh, the magic refueling ring? Yeah. Like, well, it's a spell. It's a spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, you, what does that do? Um, while wearing this ring, the creature can recover one expended spell slot if their level or lower. So, that's it gives me an awesome. extra spell. Yeah. Because um, you still get, you're still a wizard. So, you get like your arcane recovery for your short rest. Um, well, you're not a wizard, but you use wizard. Oh, yeah. Does it not yeah, have that? You're an artificer. Fisser. I guess so. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't get arcane recovery. You're, you're not a wizard at all. Oh, that's right. The artificer traits are totally different. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're wizard-like because you do magic. Yeah, and you like do it druid. by being smart. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, so yeah, that's Tink the Tank. Level 6, Goliath Artificer. Yeah, Mountain Batman with mountain, a dog. Mountain Batman with a dog. I guess the older Batman gets, the more likely he is to have a giant dog, right? It's like old Batman almost always has a dog. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because he needs it because he's 95 years old. He's fucking old. Yeah. Damien hates him. All right. It's long rest time. Shout out to Demon Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the long rest. This is the part of the show where we chill the fuck out. <laughs> I, I'm already chill, I, especially after all that talk of cold and mountains. We are so chill right now. Uh, I know we accidentally we just did cold characters for like whatever reason. Yeah, we really did. Uh, it it was hot for a little while, and then it got cold where we live, and maybe that's why. Could have been. Um, yeah, let's talk about Patreon and how that's the best way to support us, and how we that's how we do all our upgrades. We buy equipment. Um, we're currently renovating our current recording space and turning it into like a studio. Yes, um, studio proper, powered by the listener and indeed and the cash we make from the show. We want to we want to continue to make this the best product that it can be. We also want to make more products. Like we're we're planning on what a new a new D and D podcast. Yes. Possibly once we get some of this renovation going, we want to do a D and D character builder podcast. We want to start a premium Patreon show that will be a horror gothic one DM by me. Um, we have more plans ahead for uh, when Super Quest Saga is over for another live play that will be open to the public. Right. But a lot of that is made possible by the financial support that you guys provide for us on Patreon. Yeah. One of the cool things I think we're going to do on our Super Quest Saga feed, what, check out that show. It's our D&D actual play in space. But um, that show's about to end. So you have plenty of time to catch up before the finale. But we've got a handful of episodes to go. It's It's been really great and awesome. Was done a great job as DM. Um, we're going to start releasing our current Patreon bonus content out into the public on that feed uh, to bridge the gap between that project and the next one. And we're going to be replacing those uh, those episodes that were behind the paywall with new behind the paywall stuff, this unhollowed project. Indeed. Uh, so that that's the idea here. We're going to start releasing things like Vault Raiders and um, the Dredge Flash and the Shadow Mind Keep, Flashbang and the Surgeon, uh, Ranger Danger, all the things that we reference occasionally here on the show that you may not have heard because you're not uh, part of the Patreon are going to become public and we're going to replenish the um, the Patreon feed with uh, something recurring. It's something that's going to come out 
on a regular basis, and it's going to be very high production. Uh, Will's going to be the DM. We're going to have some fresh faces and some familiar faces as players on there. I think it's going to be a really great project. Yeah, um, the plan is to have um, full full blown voice acting and certain for certain NPCs. Um, better voiceovers for like more more uh, dramatic scenes. We're gonna have theme songs for every character. It's gonna be pretty much fully orchestrated, if you will. I don't know how else to say that. Like, yeah, it's a dark, gritty campaign, yeah. and it's gonna be fully sound designed and yeah, fully uh, sound designed. Like, there we go. A lot, a lot of music, and uh, that's how we want to attack our D and D actual play projects moving forward. So, if you are interested in special merch that we have on our Patreon only, you can go there to get that and check out the the tiers and what they have off to have to offer. The main thing that you can get at the five dollar level is uh, early access to Dungeon Cast episodes that are ad free. That's probably the best thing you get, along with episode notes, and um, you also get at higher levels access to all of the original soundtrack that we make on the show. That includes all the music that we do in-house for Super Quest Saga, as well as any of the Vault Raiders or any other actual play projects, and, and any of the music that you have heard in the past or currently on this show, the Dungeon Cast. We write and record all the music that you hear uh, in-house. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just check it out. It's 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 fucking cool. It's one of the best things you can do to help us, too. Um, and we, we want to do this full time. Will's going to start doing this full time. Thanks to you guys. Yeah, I'm so, going to attempt to do so. Yeah. So uh, that's the best thing you can do. The next best thing you can do is probably go to Apple Podcasts, or Spotify or whatever platform you're watching the show on and give us some kind of review, comment, like, subscribe, those types of things. It really helps out a lot. Uh, and we love to see them. We have a merch store where you can buy merch. People occasionally ask us, where can I get products with the Dungeon Cast printed on it? Stuff like that. We have all... Uh, original artwork um, commissioned and made for us that we can put on two clothes and uh, things of the like. Uh, go check that out at spreadshirt.com slash the dungeon cast. Um, w- another great thing you can do is just spread the word about the show. Just talk about it. Tell your friends, try to get them to try to get that recommendation stream flowing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Blood Eagle, if you will. Oh God. You can follow us on discord, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We got all that stuff. And with that, I think we can call it a game. I think we can call it a game. We'll talk to you guys later. Oh, the website should be live, too. We got oh, a yeah. We got a website. It should be live. It might not be, but it, it could be. But you can check it out. It'll have links and redirections. <laughs> we'll let you know next episode. Cool art. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Hey everyone, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm William. I'm br- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just... Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd. Wherever podcasts are available. Wouldn't come out.